very good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. My name is Sean. This is Alex. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Coaster Kings Radio. Radio. Uh, this episode is going to be kind of like a follow-up to our episode a couple weeks ago. Our Weak Links episode. Where we... Special. Dis- exactly, where we discuss weakest links in major theme parks and, and resorts and what should get cut to make the park better. Yeah. And, and now we're doing the exact opposite. What does a resort or a park need? To become an even better what park, like what's clearly missing. Objectively, would be good for elevating. Now it's Finn's birthday today. Park. While recording this, so happy birthday, Finn! It's also Shane Disney's fifth and birthday. Shane Disney's fifth birthday. I'm but so that jealous. means that Finn isn't here. Yeah. Which means just no Alex and I, and we're going to be Sven talking. Is partying it up. The U.S. parks. Um, yeah. So we're doing two episodes. One where we're going to discuss what some of these U.S. regional and destination theme parks need. And then what the European parks need will be a different episode. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, I think we should get started. Yes. We have Is a long list of parks. Is there any news we should add? Um, I mean, we went to Walt Disney World we're yesterday. We're on our fourth consecutive day of bullshit weather. In Florida. Thunderstorm. Yeah, Central Florida has just been wet. But um, um, what I was going to say is that we went to Walt Disney World yesterday. Oh, yeah, no masks. The day of no mask requirement. So it was interesting seeing the markers and well, a couple rides still have markers. It but felt great to ride rides without masks. I know because like Universal's been doing that for a couple of weeks already, and then it kind of made riding rides at Disney with masks seem even like more inconvenient than before because going back and forth between Disney and Universal and some rides you some parks you can some parks you can't. Um, but now looks like all of the Florida parks are on the same page as far as wearing masks um, on rides and queues, etc. It was especially hard when we were there on your birthday because they had already made it public that they would be dropping the mask requirements, but not for another, like, three days. And I'm sure the cast members were really struggling with, like, enforcing the mask requirements for the next couple of days because people already knew that they'd be going away. Um, But, yeah, so... Well, yeah, and another great thing is that they removed the plexiglass dividers... So the dividers on yeah. um, like Rise of Resistance, resistance for are example, gone. were gone. The yep. lift with the land when we rode gone. Navi, they were Mickey, still gone. there, but that was on the 13th, so the Navis are probably gone. Supposedly, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway pre-show has returned, um, but then our friends Ryan and Caitlin wrote it, and they said there was no pre-show, so maybe that was delayed. Who knows? I'm excited for all the pre-shows to come back. We saw the pre-shows for... Uh, Escape from Gringotts for the first time in what felt like an eternity, and it was so nice to have those back. Um, looking forward to back. the Hagrid ones to come back greatly. So yeah, that's kind of uh, you know the usual Orlando update. Um, but let's go ahead and start. Yeah, we with better the... dive into these parks, otherwise we won't get to all of them before we run out of podcasts. Should we randomize them from our list? Yeah. All right. We'll let's start with Universal Studios Hollywood. Ooh. So they just got. The updated Jurassic World Dark Ride that was you know, used to be Jurassic Park. And they're getting and they added Nintendo. Life of Pets Nintendo's and almost done. The Super Nintendo World Just with super exciting. the Mario Kart ride. And I think Mario Kart, even though it may not be everyone's cup of tea, it looks better than Web Slinger. And I think it's a good fit for USH because they don't have uh, Men in Black Alien Attack. So any park that doesn't already have a shooting Dark Ride like USH doesn't, um, it'll be a great fit. No, I think next, that what they still are lacking is another major coaster. Because even Mummy is very yeah. small. So I know that it's hard because the actual work in movie studios are there, so everything has to be enclosed, and like sound pollution is very taken very serious. Yeah. So that is hard with a major roller coaster if you want to do something fun. But I do think 
that's something that really kind of still lacks, like yeah. a major roller coaster. Something that would alter the skyline would be great. I don't know if that's even a realistic expectation or desire, but they just need kind something. Kind of like their Hollywood dream. I would like yeah. something like that. Yeah, like a, yeah, totally. Like something that was doesn't have to be a looping coaster necessarily, but some sort of major steel coaster that's outside. I think would be because now that's something awesome. I associate with Universal Parks. Every Universal Park, it's except like, for Hollywood, has yeah. like a major outdoor steel coaster. Yeah, uh, and you know, Fly the Hippogriff isn't going to cut. Yeah. So I guess that was a pretty simple one. Yeah. Uh, let's stay in California. Let's get Disneyland. Okay. So they just opened, obviously, um, at Disneyland itself, Galaxy's Edge, and they're building Mickey, Mickey Minnie's Minnie, Runaway Minnie, Railway. Which so they have quite a few major attractions already. I feel like Disneyland. I don't know. What does Disneyland need? I feel... I think Tomorrowland needs some help, and yeah. I'm going to scream that I think Tron should yeah. come. Yeah, build the, the way to do Tron. I should build a Tron, Tron yeah. using the Interventions building as the, as the load, indoor unload. area. Well, as an indoor area, and yeah. then have like a, some sort of outdoor section that crosses over current Tomorrowland, or yeah. new Tomorrowland. I think in the last episode we talked about how, like, a lot of Tomorrowland is probably prime for redevelopment and that it might be time to say goodbye to, like, Autopia and the submarines and redevelop that space for, like, a major e-ticket roller coaster. And, yeah, I think Disneyland would benefit from a major thrill ride because they've got several steel non-looping coasters in that one gate, and they're all fairly similar. So a launch coaster for Disneyland specifically. So, yeah, Tron, I think, is the obvious choice. And there are rumors of Tron becoming a thing for Anaheim, so yeah. I hope that's true. Yeah. Now, how about next door, California Adventure? What would you think we should put there? <sighs> California Adventure. Um, I mean, I guess my... I, not to sound like a broken record, but I would love to see another roller coaster at California Adventure. I don't know if that's necessarily at the top of their list of needs. Um, what do you think, babe? This is a bit of a hard one, because... California Adventure is such a balanced lineup. They've got a flying theater. They've yeah. got major water rides. They've got major roller coasters. They've got they do have a great major dark rides. I mean, Webslinger. Webslinger doesn't look all that great. Yeah, so but it, it, it was a much needed dark ride. Like they did well, get another dark ride, which is, is great. I wouldn't mind a trackless dark ride there. Yeah, an LPS maybe, dark ride. Yeah, maybe over by um, where Mike and Sully are. You know, Mike and Sully to the rest. Yeah, I think Hollywood. What? Ho- oh, I know what they need. The Hollywood area needs a proper ride now. Like now that Guardians of the Galaxy has. Tower of Terror is no longer part of Hollywood. I think the Hollywood area needs a total redevelopment and deserves uh, a major ride of some sort. Mike and Sully was like definitely a really quick and dirty like reskin of Superstar Limo, and it I mean, never. I love the ride. It never really made sense. It doesn't it have anything to do with Hollywood, so it'd be great if that area got uh, a dark ride that actually works with the theme. But Especially we'll the amount of franchises that own now. They yeah. could do some sort of Hollywood tour themed yeah. dark ride. Like like making Minnie's Runaway Railway, but it said <laughs> Runaway Studio Tour. Yeah. Something. <laughs> Weird, but I think something like that will be a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, another dark ride, basically. They could also put a dark ride where Sky School is, I don't care. Stay in California, which is <laughs> Knott's Berry Farm good. <laughs> Poor Knott's but not I'm not <laughs> I'm gonna say they need another roller coaster. Basically, okay, sure, but what kind of roller yeah. coaster? I really hope that they get their hyper coaster somehow. Yeah, I think a ride like Skyro should be a really nice fit. Something intense. They deserve a hyper coaster. I know that there's been all sorts of rumors about what 
can or can't be done, what is or isn't possible with Knott's Berry Farm as far as, like, the land surrounding the park, crossing the street. Like, there's all well, sorts there's of... A, there's that parking lot that's next to Ghost Rider that's yeah. exactly meant for, you know, a little shopping area. Mm-hmm. A ride like Skyrush could fit in that. And it's, but Hang Time was a great addition. It was a smart addition, and it's a successful and popular addition. But I just need more. I'm ready. I need. <laughs> I want more coaster action at that park. I want to see their net coaster collection actually increase. Yeah, because on the dark ride front, they're good for regional parks. They've got a lot of dark rides. Berry Tales looks really cute. Even though I miss, I'll miss uh, Voyage to the Iron Reef because I thought that was a great, clever ride. But. Yeah, they're they're not in a bad place as far as dark rides go. They've got the mine train, the log flume is uh, an, a de facto dark ride. Berry Tales is state of the art shooting dark ride. So I really just think they need a. I, I want I want to see their skyline be altered, a skyline altering coaster, something to finally complement Accelerator's largeness. Though I could also see Accelerator closing and being replaced by something, and then I yeah. wouldn't mind. And Mac, hurricane, yeah. hurricane coaster. I think we talked. Did we talk about that in the last? I know we've talked I about we this before. In the previous episode. But yeah, I would be. I would also. Yeah, I would comfortably see Accelerator be replaced with a higher capacity next generation launch coaster, or something like a custom Vacoma, custom Mac, or custom Intamin um, LSM launch coaster. Now, how about Magic Mountain? This one's easy for me. What's I that? think Sugar Magic Mountain is lacking one thing, and that is a Mac Extreme Spinner. Extreme Spinner, yeah. Magic Mountain, when you're looking at like 1920 coasters, at that point they have a really wide variety of different kinds of roller coasters, mm-hmm. which is great. But I think the one thing that's missing is a large upscale spinning coaster. Spinning coasters have been around forever. Yeah. They're marketable, especially when you do stuff like Time Traveler at Silver Dollar City or Ride to Happiness by Tomorrowland and Plopsalong. I Long. think they need to cancel. The single rail coaster. Well, no, I still think the single <laughs> rail coaster launch, is a good thing Put a launch spinner there instead. Yeah, I guess we shouldn't. No, the launch spinner should go to Samurai Summit. I think you can get that yeah. Samurai theme. Oh, it would be really great to take advantage of the elevation. Well, yeah, because that's the whole, I mean, that's what time travel, that's be what like a time shuriken so coaster, a ninja star. Whatever, yeah, something like that. Theme. Especially because you have all that space, a large spinning shuriken in the hills. Yeah. I feel like, the, I mean, you can really work with that. So yeah. I think that's like should be Magic Mountain's next yeah. thing. Yeah. And Magic Mountain, if you're listening... Coaster-wise, certainly. You need a Mac Extreme Spinner. But if we, that's, if we were like saying that they needed something that wasn't a coaster, I would love to see Magic Mountain... I mean, we have our dark ride, finally. Justice League might not be very unique, but it is a dark well, ride. Well, is the biggest... And I guess it is unique scenes. among the Justice League dark rides, but I would love to see them get another dark ride somehow. I don't know if that's possible, but... I just love dark rides. Or, like, an indoor coaster. I would love for Magic Mountain to have an indoor coaster... I feel like it's just brutally hot out there. Building an indoor coaster requires a lot of ventilation and good air conditioning. Yeah, I, I like the idea of being in a middle box in yeah. the desert. But I just feel like if Space Mountain can do it, then Magic Mountain could. But then you have an ugly show building. I don't it's trust Six Flags to build there. like a nice-looking show building in a place like Another Magic Mountain. Another thing I would really like is a 500-foot uh, star flyer on the top of oh Samurai God, Summit. Yeah. Because that would be really It might cool. be time to put the Sky Tower out of its misery since it doesn't look like there's a future for that attraction being operable as an attraction. I must say, though, I just don't think that a Starfly would fit in the Sky Tower spot because the Sky Tower... Like, Tetsu's track hugs up against the Sky Tower. Yeah. That's where a Starfly is going to need to have that radius for, like, the swings. So, I, 
I say keep Sky Tower as an icon, even if it's not being used, <laughs> and build a Sky Tower next to it. So then you have three towers on the skyline. You've got that the Sky be, Tower, yeah. you've got the Superman Tower, Superman, and then you have Star the Starflyer Tower. You could We could get the Starflyer and put it right where the old Eagles flight station is, and then wrap your Mac Extreme Spinner around it. They could give it a cute name, like the Six Flags Summit Starflyer. The Samurai or Summit. The Samurai Summit The Ninja Starflyer. Yeah, I think it'd be great. <laughs> uh, I, I'm on Team Starfly, or of course the, the Max. You know, Max I just want spinner. like if we can get a Jersey Devil coaster for Great Adventure, I want Six Flags Magic Mountain to double down on some of their existing themes and local folklore, and that includes Samurai Summit getting the Samurai Starflyer. Yeah, the Samurai Starflyer. I think Samurai Starflyer sounds and good. And the it here Shuriken first. Spinner. Yeah, wow. that's a lot. Shuriken Spin. Well, you know what a Shuriken is, right? What is it? It's a ninja star. That's oh, the okay. that's the actual name for Fancy a ninja word. star. Cool. There's a Japanese name for it, so well, it could be let's perfect. Let's jump out of the state because we did a lot of California yeah. already. Okay. Um, let's move over more towards the east. Um, let's talk about some stuff in Ohio. Ohio. Cedar Point. What does Cedar Point really need? Cedar Point. I, I want Cedar Point <laughs> to get a dark ride so badly. Really? It's people post about. I just use the Cedar Point being like coasters only, so I don't really care. I know I said Magic I Mountain. Kind of my, like, I know I said Magic Mountain would benefit from another indoor ride, but there's no Magic no park. There's no park on Earth that would benefit more from an indoor ride than Cedar Point, because of how stupid their weather can be sometimes, Actually, and they I shut think everything down. I'd love an indoor coaster. I would love an indoor Disaster coaster. Transport was actually it was kind of ironic. That was a ride that absolutely could not run in the rain because the covers on the track pieces were not watertight, and the the trough would still fill with water. I mean, I know Kings Island already has a flight of fear, but that kind of coaster would have been a nice fit yeah. at Cedar Point. Yeah, an indoor like coaster at Cedar and, and, like, somebody posted... I was in, I'm in a Cedar... I'm, I'm in several Cedar Point groups on Facebook. Somebody posted a picture of the pirate ride um, ride vehicles. That, that pirate ride building is still unoccupied. It's used for storage. Um, I just... The, to think of Cedar Point... And, and they used to have that earthquake dark ride from the World's Fair. Like Actually, I know what I want for Cedar Point. I want a Mac water coaster. Oh, that works too. Yeah, they, are, they don't have a lock. I would flume. love they a don't flume. Have shoot the shoot anymore. Yeah, actually, actually, but what I want is an Intamin log flume like Chiapas. Ugh, no, because Intamin's log flumes have bad leg room, and also their track history of Intamin hasn't been too clean lately. Yeah. so I wouldn't mind getting a, a Mac, a water, Mac coaster. water coaster. I would love. I think it would be neat for them to have the world's first looping water coaster. Do you imagine a Mac water coaster with a corkscrew before? Yeah, the that's down? what I'm saying. Yeah, like a nice big like wing coaster style corkscrew that. Lands into a into a flume into a lagoon. Boom! That's what Boom. I want from from Cedar Point. Yeah. Next up, I still want my duck ride though. Kings I want all these things. I want Kings Island to have B and M coasters that don't vibrate. See, what I want for Kings Island is I want Fortex to be followed up with a new gen Facoma looping coaster. Uh-huh. I want like a Lech coaster, yeah. like Angelandia. Angelandia. Um, and I want that. In the plot, in yeah. the hill. I a think custom, that be, a custom I mean, Bermuda Blitz type coaster right now, uh, with like a I mean, ninety-five degree angle drop and a twist in it. The liner for Kings Island is, is very, very solid and yeah. quite balanced. But I do think that a straightforward looper with like a nice modern yeah. edge to it is something that they're missing. I want Kings Island to do what what Kennywood wanted to do with Steel Curtain, except with Vacoma. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's I'm, that's, I'm so set on 100%. wanting that to be replaced. Yeah. The replacement for Vortex. It's and like I think I they really should just name it Vortex. Else. Like, <laughs> and just call it that. And, and call it Vertex. Vert, vertex. <laughs> Vortex 2. 
Vertex from Vacoma. Vertex. Um, next up, let's talk King's Dominion while we're at it. Uh, King's Dominion. King's Dominion has that beautiful and blank canvas that is the Avalanche Midway, which is not even... That Midway is actually closed for the season while they prepare to add the free spin where um, the crypt was. And then you have this giant gap where... Um, a volcano was. A volcano. And it's just endless possibilities. I think everyone agrees that King's Dominion could use another coaster because, <laughs> like... We're coaster enthusiasts, after all. I don't think of King's Dominion as being a place where I'm like, oh, it needs a dark ride or whatever. Um, I think King's Dominion will be another good fit for a water coaster. Yeah. Not to be like Mr. Water Coaster all of a sudden, but looking at their lineup, they've got a relatively small flume and a decent-sized... Rapids ride. Rapids ride. I think the reason why water coasters feel like such a good fit for so many regional parks is because most regional parks have lost one, if not two or three, of their... Uh, like regional park water water rides. And I think water coasters are a perfect mix. Like it's still a coaster. Like by the nineties, every regional park seemed to have a rapids ride, a log flume, and a shoot the shoot. And now, uh, some parks just have one or two of those. Kings Dominion hasn't had a shoot the shoot in a very long time. They have their attached water park, which is sort of like the this the successor to having all of these water rides and stuff. But yeah, I think a true water coaster. Mac water coasters all around. They're they're much better rides than uh, a lot of people I think give them credit for. Okay, so we could say water coaster for them then too. Yeah. Let's <laughs> hope so it doesn't turn into the water. Yeah, coaster water coasters, power splashes. I really hope that Six Flags Over Texas. Actually, we're segueing into Six Flags Over Texas. I've decided oh. because I think um, I hope that Aquaman is a huge success and it ushers in this like regional park boom of water coasters and Mac power splashes and stuff. Because um, I really, really want that to be a huge hit. Um, what Six Flags Ever Texas needs is a B&M. Like, for me. Yeah, I would agree. They need, they need some sort of major looper. They don't have like a, a modern looper, looper, really. Their most modern looping ride is 25 years old. I think a Wing Coaster would be a very nice Wing Coaster would be sick. Because they have a B&M invert, and they have, obviously, a Hyper. But I think a big Wing Coaster, that's like the modern, a good modern looper yeah. for a Wing Coaster. yeah. So I would say They've got a top-notch them. classic looper and, of course, the best-case scenario, Premier Rides Legacy Launch Coaster. Well, on the topic of Six Flags, should we go and do some more Cigar Sparks? Yeah. How about Cigars Over Georgia, the other OG Six Flags? Six Flags Over Georgia needs a real, needs a launch coaster. They need a lot of help. And I mean, rum- <laughs> rumor has it that Six Flags Over Georgia can't build a launch coaster because of issues with the power grid, but I know that launch coasters... Are so more efficient energy now. efficient now. There's no, absolutely no reason why Six Flags Over Georgia couldn't build a swing launch coaster that doesn't need to have like super energy sucking magnets to to you know achieve. What I want for that park, I launch. feel like the park has a good thrill collection and like a decent, actually pretty small family collection. Yeah. There's not really anything in between. I think a ride like. Icebreaker will be a nice fit for them. Yeah, that shuttle would be launch, fun. two trains, yeah. like you know, a family full circuit, lo- a family launch shuttle. coaster would be great. So I think that would be a good fit for them. Maybe over by the water in the backside of the park where the little western area is. Mm-hmm. I think that would be nice. For There's them. a lot of potential over in the newly developed Scream Punk area for them because they have Pandemonium, which is their signature ride for that area. The Sky Ride, sadly, has, has left us. That station is going to get redeveloped into something else, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I think uh, a family launch coaster over in that area. Like they've got, they still have the go karts there. I don't know how long 
those are expected to last, but I could see them redeveloping the go-karts into a family coaster. So how about Sigurd's Good Adventure? I mean, they're Six just Flags open Great Jersey Adventure this week, but. is absolutely on the right track. Um, I was looking at the map of the park that features Jersey Devil, and it's such a relief to see that Looney Tunes seaport area put out of its misery. They've consolidated. So they have the former Wiggles area, which is, I, I forget what they call that area now, but it's all, they have that kids area, and they have Bugs Money National Park. They've consolidated the kitty areas, the, the, what, everything that was around the Jersey Devil area has been cleaned up, taken care of. Like, that corner of the park looks miles better than it did. They've done great work with the whole Metropolis, Movie Town area, that whole loop getting fixed. The park definitely looks a lot better than it did. Huge, huge improvements. Um, The next area that needs attention, though, actually, is um, the... Where King Da Ka and El Toro meet, like that, the infield, like where around where Big Thun, uh, Rolling Thunder was, because now El Diablo is gone because it was so short lived. Um, they just have the infrastructure and stuff for that ride just sitting there. I think that that spot right there is begging to be blown wide open into a, a giant midway that connects, basically connects El Toro and King Da Ka and Zumanjaro at their respective ride entrances. Totally. Just throw a midway right through where the station it'll, for it'll Rolling Thunder was. Because for Zumanjaro, it has to cut all the way back to yeah. Lost Kingdom and then all the way up to where the entrance is and then that whole trek to the tower. So yeah, I would say more importantly, Lost Kingdom or Golden Kingdom needs Golden Kingdom. Um, needs some redevelopment. Because I don't think... like They've got the play area there. I don't think that's being used. I think a third Golden Kingdom ride would be cool. Um yeah, I think they just need to... There, there's just a lot of potential with Golden Kingdom, and I don't know what they plan on doing with that area going forward. But what kind of ride would you say, though, would be there? Or should get there? I would like... Uh, I, this is this is not for me personally, because these rides make me ill, um, but the Daredevil dive that Six Flags Fiesta Texas just got looks really cool. And um, I would love to see Great Adventure get a, a high-profile flat ride like that. Especially since Cyclops, while it's cool to look at, and I enjoyed my ride on Cyclops. A lot of people feel like it was kind of a dud, and I think since Dia- Cyclops was or Cyborg Cy- Cyberspin was kind of a dud, and El Diablo came and went inside of three years. I think they deserve like a major marquee flat ride, and I think the the giant telescopic. Uh, Air race from Zamperla would be a great fit. Okay, yeah, and I, they, I can see that. They put that. it right there in between King Ka and Make El Toro. Blow that midway open, um, and just I, I think that's I think that area of the park is their next goal. Like I think that is the area of the park that they're going to focus on next because I don't think there's any other areas in the park that need attention as badly as that area now, which is great. That's great news because five years ago. That wasn't true. Five years ago, there was just, there was like half a dozen areas of the park that really needed a ton of attention, and now there's like a couple of areas of the park that need attention. So, okay, it's great to see that I'll park trending. Yeah, I think a good flat ride. Is, yeah, especially parks that already have that many coasters. Yeah, when you have a when their their ride lineup is their coaster lineup is virtually flawless. Like, there's very little that I would change for their ride lineup, except for that they don't really have a lot of classics. Their second oldest coaster is Batman the Ride. But the Mine Train's a, a, a cool ride, and they've got some modern classics. I just love that they have Chang 
I don't care what anyone says. I love that ride. I love Green Lantern. Moving on. Let's see. Um, uh, next up, let's go and talk to Close Green America. Green America. We're going in two weeks. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm a little cautious because I'm hearing operations are I hope, yeah, right there's now, there's definitely lots of rides that are closing intermittently because of staffing issues. Um, but we're keeping an eye on the Six Flags app and trying to keep our expectations reasonable. Now, when I think of the park, the one thing that jumps out at me is I can think of, like, a major modern looper beside X-Flight. Because, well, you know, Superman Ultimate Flight is kind of old. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot spectacular. And then Demon is, well, Demon. Is classic. Yeah, they've got a vintage so looper. So besides X-Flight. Because they lost Shockwave, they, they lost another, their, they lost one of their loopers, yeah. If they've got a state-of-the-art launch coaster, they've got a lot of wooden coasters. I guess Max Force is their looper now. Like, that's ah, their next looper. Not. Yeah. Um, so focus on Na- the Max yet. Force was such a remarkably good choice for them. I know that it's technologically struggling. Um, but that's the price you pay for building something really special sometimes. Well, then I'm going to say something kind of out of ordinary, but I'm going to say I need another water coaster. I would like to see a GCI. GCI. Because they've got two very classic kind of woodies, mm-hmm. which um, American Eagle and Viper are very classic woodies. And then, of course, Goliath, while short, is a state-of-the-art mega-throw yeah. loop, uh, you know, mega throw woody. I would like to see something that's like a modern family, I mean, without... Sounding like I'm contradicting myself, um, like Mystic Timbers. I think what they... Well, okay, it's funny you bring that up. Six Flags Great America and Kings Island have this friendly rivalry of, over who has the most wooden coaster track in their park. When Goliath opened at Great America, they took Great the America record away. Record. They took the record away from Kings Island. And then when Mystic Timbers opened, Kings Island took it back. What Great Adventure... Great America, even though they already have four wooden coasters, five if you count both sides of American Eagle... Um, they don't have a wooden coaster with a single bench train configuration, and that was what made Mystic Timber such a good and unique choice for Kings Island. Yeah. And I think you could say the same for... Well, yeah, because as of now, um, Great, Great, America America, uh, Great America also has four wooden coasters. Yeah. If you, yeah. Five four, yeah, yeah. Both yeah. American Eagle. And so I think uh, for and, them... And all their the wooden thing. coasters, their, their traditional wooden coasters all run three bench trains. And then they have the Kitty Wooden Coaster and Goliath, which are two bench trains. And I would love to see a Millennium Flyer or a Timberliner coaster at that park, like doing something really fluid and twisty, um, and offering a much more like a more traditional wooden coaster experience than what Goliath offers. But yeah, this is another park where like the ride, the coaster lineup is so strong that it's hard to like, um, it's hard to what's the word I'm looking for? It's hard to complain. It's hard. You're kind of you kind of split hairs. When you have a coaster and ride that up this park has, so sure. But yeah, no, I, I definitely think a GCI would be a nice addition. Because they just built their dope ass looking water coaster for like their water park water coaster. It does look great. It looks crazy. It looks like Massive at uh Schlitterbahn Galveston and it's right next to Max Forest and they have like this power couple sort of vibe to them, like dominating the skyline in unexpected and exciting new ways. Staying kind of towards the north, let's talk Hershey Park next. Hershey. Because Hershey Park just opened Candemonium last year. Candemonium mm-hmm. is a great ride. They have one of the best, in my opinion, regional lineups oh, yeah. in, the, in the world. It's their coaster lineup very is incredible. Very high-profile coasters and high-profile wooden coasters. They have a lot, lot of good yeah, stuff. Yeah, they have a lot to be proud of. So I haven't even given this one this one much thought, but what could they use? 
What do you think is like um, a must? And what's amazing is that I mean they have they really cover a lot of ground. They have an indoor coaster. They have a dark ride. They've got wooden coasters of all shapes and sizes. All two sizes hypers. Of water rides. Wooden coasters from every decade or uh, looping coasters. Excuse me. Loop modern looping coasters from every decade. Um, like they literally have three sit down non launched loopers. Don't hate me, but they don't have a repertoire, do they? They demolished it for the the um, an Infinity Falls kind of water ride. Sounds like it would that would be, be cool good for Hershey. I think what Hershey because they added the water park to the like as the inside of the infield for their major expansion, and then they added a really their really impressive looking water coaster, the magnetic water coaster and the eight lane um, slide. Yeah, I mean it, it, that would be really cool, but I I just I know that like they parted. It was it was really controversial at the time that they. That they chopped their rapids ride to build the the wave pool and lazy I river. Think the rapids ride could be themed to Chocolate Town. It could yeah. be in Chocolate Town. Yeah. Know, Chocolate Town's kind of weird because you have the Chocolate Town that's outside the park yeah. and you have inside the park, but it's like only getting. Oh yeah, I, def- okay. But off to the, off to the whatever they it's whatever they build, it needs to be in Chocolate Town. Chocolate Town could use another ride. Because like, I feel like. They like, could given, use a ride to the, the right of the Hershey Kiss Fountain. Exactly. Given the conemonium kind of goes out into nature and comes back. I think along that side of the park in Chocolate Town, uh-huh. they could build a rapids ride and make yeah. it modern and make it kind of, What if know, they built one of those pro slide, uh, um, no, Whitewater West, one of the Whitewater West, West, like, multimodal rapid slide, like the ones that we've ridden in China that has, like, rapids ride portions of flume well portions. Yeah. I think that... They're much more of a given for China than yeah. they are for, like, U.S. parks. I mean, I like the idea of those because I think it's neat the way that they combine water slide elements with rapids ride elements, but the pool of water that forms inside of the boats is, like, the biggest issue. And um, that remains an issue with all of the rapid slides that they've developed, and it still makes it feel like it belongs in a water park more than anywhere else. But yeah, something that is in the Candemonium area Wouldn't of the park. Wouldn't a chocolate river-themed rapids ride be kind of cool? Well, what are they going to do? Dye the water brown? Like No, it doesn't have gross. to really be actually dyed a certain color. I just think <laughs> it's just the, chocolate the idea of it sounds cool. It's <laughs> chocolate river. Yeah, and like you are coasting on Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh my god, yeah, Reese's peanut butter cup-themed rapids boats. That would be That would be so on brand. I don't care what they do as long as they keep the coal cracker. Coal cracker is so important. They've got the coal cracker. They've got their giant, giant shoot the shoot ride. I wonder that ride is probably that one probably is actually safe because they it's a good component for the for the water park honestly. Um, but yeah, whatever they build, it needs to be added to complement Candemonium for sure. Now let's so, talk some uh, SeaWorld parks, entertainment parks. I think we should start with Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that they have a coast sitting there that's not open yet. Yeah. Which is Pantheon, which Pantheon looks really great. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm actually a lot more excited for it than most people are because uh, I'm just an intimate kind of guy, and yeah. I think it's going to be a really nice fit. I'm really curious to see how it compares to Velocicoaster. So that's one I'm really excited for. Now, what do you think should come after that? They've got a decent rock flume. They've they have a, a great rapids ride. Oh, they need a dark ride. They need a they need a proper replacement for Curse of Dark Castle. It's still a crime that that ride even closed, and the show building is sitting there, 
like unused. So are you saying like trackless dark ride? I think a trackless dark like ride. A nicer version of the penguin ride. Yeah, in Orlando. I would love to see something with the same kind of level the same level as like Symbolica I know they could do it if they wanted to oh that's a lot of money I know it's a lot I know it's a lot to ask well they just built a 20 million dollar roller coaster I know that they're able they're capable I'm not saying it has to be as good as Symbolica that's definitely asking a lot but I I would want it to be more substantial than the Penguin ride okay I'm gonna say something wild I'm gonna say they need to open a second gate in a Sesame place it's been a rumor for yeah, a Yeah, that minute. has been a rumor for a while. And I know San Diego is building a Sesame Place. Yeah. I think that that business model works. Regions like that don't really have family theme parks like that. And yeah. I think building a second gate is a great source of revenue, great way to upcharge people, make it a multi-day experience. Yeah. And, and I think that park is, is a really great park for all sorts of people. But I think in the next direction they can go in is to really kind of – well – Specialize and yeah. build like a family or kitty theme park. Yeah. So I say build like a Sesame Place. What if they took Water Country and did what they're doing with Aquatica Chula Vista? No, because the only reason Aquatica Chula Vista is going through this is because they have a lot more competition and with like a land and stuff. Kind of removed. The park is isolated. Water Country USA does perfectly fine. So There's would you no want to? Would you want to put the Sesame Place? Williamsburg in the parking lot, like they yeah, because they have they've got some land, don't they? That's what I heard. Because my thing is that, like, while they already have a really nice Sesame Street area, kind of like Bush Gardens, Tampa, um, I don't know how they would, like, would they, <laughs> would they take the Sesame Street Kitty area and like fence it off and make that just part of the new park and? Well, they could just move those things over too. It's the rides are kind of small there. They could literally just move some of these rides over. Yeah. That's not too hard. I know there's a way to do it. I just don't know what's the smartest way. Well, yeah, I guess that's going to be my my say. That's what I think they should get. Yeah. And next up, let's talk SeaWorld San Antonio, the most underrated SeaWorld park around. I love SeaWorld San Antonio. I hope they get another coaster Um, because I feel like they're ready for another coaster. Fiesta Texas really puts a lot of pressure on them. I mean, they've got the space. Um, I think the corner where, as of right now, it doesn't feel as disjointed as it did years ago. Yeah. But between El Rio Loco, you have and um, Steel Eel, you currently have Weightbreaker and Great White, and then the Penguin Exhibit. Mm -hmm. I think where the Texas Touchdown used to be. Yeah. Right, I guess across from Weightbreaker, that would be a great spot to put another coaster. Now this is gonna sound very dull, but I think they could use a Skyrocket. Skyrocket, yeah. Because too. they don't have a launch. I mean, they have oh, yeah. Texas Stingray. Well, we had theorized out. they're getting an SNS Scream and Swing um, across the lake from from the area we're talking about over right by the Killer Whale Stadium. Um, but when we saw the plot, we're like, oh, they're getting a Skyrocket too. That's a perfect fit for them. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, a Skyrocket. I mean, I'm getting tall, kind of, like, I, the, like, I'm getting personally Skyrocket burnout, but I'm yeah. not going to act like Skyrockets don't belong in parks. Yeah. I think. For a park with their attendance, mm-hmm. with their budget, with their layout, I think it would be Sky a perfect Rocket fit. It would be, be a, a nice great, great compliment to their skyline. Unique for the park, unique for the region. I mean, Texas was one of the first places where Premier Rides really was manifesting because by 1999, Six Flags Over Texas and Fiesta Texas had Premier Rides launch coasters. Now there's this wave. This like I guess this is these are third wave Premier Rides. 
Launch also, coasters. there's room for three B and M Batman clowns in one stage. Yeah. There's room for three different premiere coasters. I just yeah. Uh, premier I think a, a skyrocket. I mean, people thought that Tigris was maybe a weird choice for Busch Gardens Tampa, um, and like Tempesto, and yet but they're highly successful. The, yeah, they're incredibly. It's, it's proof. It's what it proof. What it proves to me is that. Um, Skyrocket 2s are a good fit for many, many parks, even parks that don't seem like they might be a good fit. And so a park like, say, well, San Antonio seems like an absolute perfect fit, and I would I would wager that it's almost inevitable that they'll build one. Um, the only reason that SeaWorld Orlando didn't get one was because they got a custom one instead. Fiesta Texas, or not Fiesta Texas, San Antonio, SeaWorld San Antonio will be, like, the last major park in the chain that doesn't have a Premier Rides launch coaster. Yeah. That, you know, from the current generation of launch coasters, and it just seems like uh, a gr- it'll be a, it would be a great follow-up and compliment to, like, Texas Stingray. And they already have a family launch coaster, which is Wave Breaker. Wave Breaker, think, yeah. With the, the, the thrill, yeah. The thrill version. Yeah. It would be a good fit. I mean, yeah, Pipe Dream status, it would be cool if they got, like, a custom one, like a, a Skyrocket 3, but realistically... They wouldn't need that. It would be just as successful if it was a skyrocket. If they're going to have a budget, then I'd rather them fix up during to Atlantis. Yeah. And build just a simple skyrocket. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Well, uh, on that topic, let's move to uh, SeaWorld Orlando. What do you think they need after Wave? After After Icebreaker, Icebreaker. they're going to have such a nice little sextet of of e-ticket rides between the two water rides and the four. Uh, or I guess the five major coasters. So yeah, it'll be. They currently have a sextet. It'll be a sep- not a septet of major rides. Um, Wild Arctic feels. Wild Arctic is such a glaring area that needs redevelopment. And even though. Well, no, Wild Arctic. Wild Arctic's redevelopment is is icebreaker. Ice They're like tiny. But the ride, together. the actual ride I itself. I think the ride's just gonna get retired, and the exhibit is gonna be the only thing that's yeah. left, and that's fine. So I just wonder. It, I feel like the the only thing that I can think of that SeaWorld needs in Orlando, the, I think the current event is some sort of replacement for for Wild Arctic, and what that is, I don't know. SeaWorld San Diego was supposed to put a launch coaster there, and that was canceled. A snowmobile themed family. So coaster. yeah, like a wave breaker, but snowmobiles. So now it's like, well, that was a that would have been cool for SeaWorld San Diego. I understand why they're they're delaying that until the foreseeable future. But uh, now it makes me wonder, like, where they're going to go next with Wild Arctic here, because I feel like that ride is such a mess, and it just needs unless they went Unless they're down to put a bunch of money into it and, like, build new simulators and yeah. create new film for it. Because there is an opportunity to make it a very educational, cool experience. Yeah. But know. it would just need the proper marketing for them to see a return on that. I'm sure they're capable. And then there's the surf coaster, whatever, like the, their, their fourth B&M, which I'm like, yeah, I'm on board with that. I hope that happens, whatever it is. We, we know what it looks like. We know where it's going. Um, so, yeah, I can't think of anything better for SeaWorld Orlando than either A, doing something major with the Wild Arctic ride, or B, following through with their rumored surf coaster attraction, whatever that is. Yeah. All right, um, next, Bush Gardens Tampa. Bush Gardens Tampa needs to open Iron Gwazi. No, they need to build a <laughs> Scarlet McCall-themed wind coaster. Yeah, yeah. I need a bird-themed wind coaster. That's like one of those B&Ms that I can't believe Florida Yeah, if SeaWorld, whatever the surf coaster is, if that's going to be the fourth B&M for SeaWorld Orlando, then Bush Gardens Tampa needs their fourth B&M. 
I think a wind coaster is like such a no brainer. Yeah. Put it on the edge of the Serengeti and, you know, make it look green. Honestly, like a Paracoaster-looking coaster. Especially, yeah, something that's really similar to Paracoaster at Chimong Ocean Kingdom would be a great fit. Especially, they've got three B&Ms, and the Kumba and Montu are quite intense. Shigura is a little bit more, um, a little, I guess a little less intense in terms of actual ride forces, but it's incredibly intimidating for most people. I think the average person is more intimidated by Shigra than just about any other ride in that park because of the vertical drop, the, the hanging you over the drop, like the, the whole mess. That's it's it, just yeah. a, it's a daunting ride. I don't, from an enthusiast standpoint, I find that ride more like less taxing on the body than the other B&Ms because those ones are such G force smorgasbords, but a wing coaster would have high marketability, majestic looping coaster sensibility and um, would be re- really rewritable, like highly rewritable in a way that maybe some of their other coasters aren't because they're too forceful for the average person. So, yeah, I, I don't think you could go wrong with the OB&M wing coaster for Tampa and make, obviously making it bird-themed in some way, shape, or form since bird exhibits are, have been part of the Busch Gardens Tampa game for 60 years. Like, that's a... I can't believe they don't already have a bird-themed coaster. No. Well, they have, they have Falcon's Fury, so I guess that, that's a bird-themed ride, but... Well, also Monsu also sort of like a bird... Oh, Sheikra's a bird theme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True. God, we're stupid. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Sheikra... Yeah, you've got a couple of Birds of Prey rides, but I think a, a parrot coaster... A macaw, something like that. A cockatiel, I don't care. Cool, and uh, I guess we are kind of getting towards the end of, uh, of our runtime that we planned today. What are we, so, 40 minutes so let's, in? So. Let's run with uh, a couple more Florida parks just to kind of you know, finish it up. Yeah. We can talk U.S. and yeah. talk Universal, Land of Resort, and Walt Disney World. Yeah. So uh, let's start with Walt Disney World. Animal Kingdom needs... Animal Kingdom needs to give up the ghost on Dino Land and just give us South America and give us Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is a franchise that will never die, apparently. I mean, Harrison Ford is on set with Indiana Jones 5. They're filming it right now. Um, Indiana Jones Temple of Peril remains one of Disneyland's most... Or, uh, Indiana, yeah, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Peril, right? That my, yeah, Indiana Jones Adventure. Oh, I, I don't know. The Dark Ride. Indiana Jones and Temple of Forbidden Eye. Temple of the Forbidden Eye. There Indiana we go. Indiana Jones and, and the Temple, Temple of the Par- Crystal Skull. Yeah. I feel like those rides are still super iconic for those parks. There's absolutely no shame in just turning Dinosaur into one of those and calling it a day. They already know exactly what they need to do. And then where, um, where currently... Where Dinoland USA is and Chester. Well, what I was going to say where Chester and Hester's Dinorama is, yeah. you need to take out... Primeval World and put in give us our, our clones. dueling raging spirits exactly. coasters and that way you have two more versions in a resort we've talked about this versions. before but I feel like um, if it ain't broke don't fix it there's absolutely again no there's nothing wrong with Indiana Jones and the Temple of Peril and raging spirits and like what they do and accomplish they're the perfect um, looping family like hybrid coaster. Actually, the theme well, like the ones yeah. in Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. All right, now we're gonna wrap it up with like a lightning round, Orlando. <laughs> um, Epcot. Oh, I think by the time Epcot is done with everything that they're currently doing, I guess need. They, I guess need a Germany river boat ride. Yeah, right. A Rhine boat ride. A Rapunzel ride. Yeah, or whatever. Anything boat ride. Yeah. 
Or maybe like a giant diorama ride, but just a bunch of like diorama. No, not diorama. 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 Chester and Hester's diorama. Diorama. Diorama is so stupid and so fun. Let's see. What does Magic need? God, a lot. A lot. Um, well, they're getting the most important thing, which is Tron, and then I feel like... I think after Tron, they should redo Space Mountain. They should yeah. get the whole dome and build two... Uh, still do the two-station, two-track thing, but make the, it wider so yeah. you can run kind of like two across, trains on yeah. it, so that way you can actually double the... Do whatever capacity. is necessary to build two... Space Mountains in there that have the same capacity as Anaheim's one Space Mountain. have different layouts, but that yeah, that's not, not necessary. And then, last but not least, we have Hollywood Studios. I think Hollywood Studios needs... Hollywood Studios another needs another midway. They need, oh. to, they need to blow that midway between Animation Courtyard and Rock and Roller Coaster and then slam something in there. I would like to see a possible expansion of Galaxy's Edge. Not sure how much room they have for it, but... I wouldn't mind getting another Galaxy's Edge right in there. Yeah. I think Galaxy's Edge is cool. It's it's nice for the uh, for the park. I think it's a franchise they have so much money ever put into. Yeah. Might as well build me a. I don't know. I don't know coaster. what they have in store phase wise. Like what they expect to, what they want to do for the future of that area. But I would love to see it. Whatever it is, whatever their third ride is for those areas, they've got the space. Now for Universal Studios. Florida. Florida. I think there, they, there's so much that needs to be done. That yeah. park really needs some help, in my opinion. Um, but I think the thing I think about the most is I just want them to turn the entrance of E.T. onto Hollywood Boulevard or Central mm-hmm. Boulevard, whatever yeah. it is. And I want them to take that whole area where E.T. and American Tail, Barney, whatever, all that over there. Woody Woodpecker, Curious George. Pokemon area as part of Nintendo World. Or I would like for them to make it a dream world, a DreamWorks area. A DreamWorks area. Where, like, every ride has a different DreamWorks character. Yeah. And it's just, like, a cute little DreamWorks yeah. land. They can even take Animal Actors stage with them if they need more space. Yeah, that whole, that's just all one major area. Again, beautiful blank canvas. And if we're going to talk maybe, like, one major, major attraction, I think that the Fear Factor Stadium should become the next Diagon Alley expansion. Expansion. Because that's, not, that's by far just yeah. the strongest thing they've got going for them in that park. Yeah. Totally. And then uh, last but not least of the episode, I think we should finish with Islands of the Adventure. phenomenal Islands of Adventure that just yeah. opened. You get another ride. I mean, that lineup is on fire. They've got the sickest They've lineup in the country. It's un- it's virtually unbeatable. But if there was anything that could be done to improve Islands of Adventure, I had said in the Wink Link episode that Doctor Doom's Fearfall feels like. Uh, just a a very basic ride by today's standards, and there's a lot of space there. Doctor Doom's Fearfall looks like it's set in really far, like deep into the area because it's got its own little miniature midway. But then if you look at it from Google Earth, there's actually a ton of space behind the ride too because it takes up very little space. I would love to see them redevelop that whole midway and where the ride is. And even if they had to take some or all of the arcade that's next to it, which serves as the exit for Doctor Doom's Fearfall, and, like, whatever space that they needed back there, if they could redevelop that into something more substantial. I don't know what they're able to do legally because of the Marvel intellectual property stuff r- related with Disney. Like, the last time I, the last time I heard, they couldn't add anything to that area. Is that what true? I think they should do is they should take Lost Continents and either turn it into Zelda. Yep. Or they should play with Poseidon and use the giant show building and build a, hear me out, a trackless dark ride. Custom... 
story yeah. beside a ride. Maybe something isn't IP driven. I know it's hard to sell tickets nowadays, especially because they're yeah, thing non IPs movies. But um, I just think yeah, I guess yeah. I more importantly, cool. yeah, more important than anything, it would be to do something with the rest of Lost. Fifty percent of Lost Continent has already been lost to Harry Potter. I say they take the rest of Simbad's Bazaar and give it to Harry Potter. And do that Quidditch show in the Stimbad stunt arena that they've teased so much. They need to open the stupid bridge that they worked so hard on between the Sinbad, like right in that transition between the Poseidon area and the Sinbad area, and open that bridge permanently so that we don't constantly have to funnel ourselves through the Wizarding World. To get to Jurassic Park. And then take the Mythos and Poseidon area of that park and give us Zelda. And I also mentioned in the episode of the weakest link that they should just take out Jurassic Park and make a Jurassic World. Yeah. As in like the Jurassic Park River Adventure. Yeah. And the more I write it, the more I'm like, God, this is where I really need Jurassic to Jurassic Park River Adventure make it Jurassic World needs. It's it yeah. It's funny when so much of that park feels like top notch that anything that doesn't feel top notch feels very noticeable. But God, I guess that it's not that hard to figure out what they need in as adventure. I think there's some clear things. The work's cut out for them. So we're like, whatever they decide to do in the next five years or so, I'm excited to see it. Speaking of Alice Adventure, I think we're heading there in a little bit. Oh, yeah. The so, Chica Ride Velocicoaster. So, with, so. Uh, with that being said, mm-hmm. let's finish the episode and we'll return in a few days for we'll have a Sven with us. version. Sven, 30-year-old Sven, will be with us. And we will be talking about the parks of, of Europe and, and before what I let you go, they can be elevated with. Just a quick shout out to uh, thecoastofkings.com. We will find a variety of new articles. You just do a shout out to us. We did you shout, shout out to, out to ourselves. I mean, you gotta love yourself. Gosh. Gosh, those Coaster Kings. Course. Coaster Kings are so indulgent and self-righteous. No, yeah, it's, sorry. Just, it's just called self-love. <laughs> we do love ourselves. Everybody should love themselves. Anyway, thecoastofkings.com. That's where we have all of our articles. Where yep. You can find previous podcast episodes mm-hmm. uh, and more. Of course, we have uh, several social media. If you haven't pages. listened to it, listen to our Kennywood episode. That was the last one we did. It was really fun. Yeah, and of I enjoyed course, doing that one a lot. All of our other Coast of Games radio episodes. Yeah. If you're streaming on Apple Podcasts, make sure to Please leave a us review. a review. We'd really appreciate Please that. Please tell the world. But stream everywhere, anywhere, mm-hmm. anytime. Share with your friends, family, whoever may be interested. And then we'll catch you on the next show. Woohoo! Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.